This is Meg Tilton at the Eight Cow Life, episode number 23, A Very Merry Christmas and My Favorite Children's Book. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody, and Merry Christmas. It is Christmas afternoon, actually, when I'm recording this. I had hoped to get it recorded before Christmas, but the festivities and this time of year just got caught up. I got caught up in it, and I just um, didn't have the time to sit down and talk to all of you. But we have now opened all of our presents. We've had our um, Christmas breakfast, and our kids are playing games and outside and enjoying the day and my little one is down for a nap so you may hear them in the background today as I record this. I have also gotten a lovely Christmas cold. Um, It has been going around um, so I finally got it unfortunately just a couple days before Christmas but it was something I was able to manage thankfully with um, some Advil and some rest. So I am looking forward to catching up on rest this next week and getting ready for the new year, 2018. So I just wanted to jump on here today and wish you all a very Merry Christmas and thank all of you for your dedication and listening to the podcast, for all of the love and support that you each have given me in um, this adventure that I am on in creating this podcast. And I um, am just so thankful for each of you and for the amazing people that you each are and for just the examples that you are to me. Even if I don't know you, I know that you're amazing and that you are just a great person. And so I am just so glad that you're here and that you are following me here. Um, I am up to 15 reviews, which I am so excited about. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I still have my goal of 20. I had my goal of 20 by Christmas. We got to 15. I'm wondering if we can get to 20 by the new year. So just five of you need to go on there and either leave a review or just click a star number. I would really, really appreciate it um, so that I can reach that goal. It would just be fun to be able to do that. So thank you to everybody who has done that. It has meant a lot to me and I have read your reviews and they're so sweet. So thank you very much. I hope you've all had a wonderful Christmas and that you've enjoyed your time with family and friends and been able to really reflect on the reason for the season, which is our Savior Jesus Christ, and be able to um, honor Him and be grateful for the everything that you have because of Him. So I hope you've all had a wonderful day and that you are looking forward to 2018. I certainly am. It will be a great year, and I'm excited for all that it holds for myself and my family and for all of you. I think it will be an amazing year for all of you. 
And so I'm excited to get to know more of you in the next year and be able to hopefully work with you and help you in your endeavors to become a better person and to improve your life, which is what I do. This is why I do what I do. This is why I have decided to become a life coach, which is what I am. And um, so today I also wanted to kind of tell you who I'm going to be working with. Um, I can pretty much life coach anybody, quite frankly. Um, I have the skills and the tools to be able to do that. Um, so don't think that if you want to be life coached by me, that this doesn't fit you. If you don't fit who I am kind of pointed towards in my work, then, um, always feel free to reach out to me at Meg at the And we can certainly chat and see if it's something that would be a good fit for both of us. Cause I really want to make sure that if you want a coach, that you get the one that you want and that is good for you. And that would be um, most helpful for what you are trying to work on. So I have always had a passion for LDS women, helping them become the best versions of themselves. And that's really why I started this podcast to begin with and has been a focus for so long. And when I went to the life coach school, I kind of got sidetracked on a whole bunch of different areas that I wanted to maybe focus on. For a while, I was thinking that I might work with women who had had a traumatic birth experience because I have been a doula for friends and I have really, really enjoyed that um, experience. And I, um, I love having women come away from having children, having that birth experience and feeling empowered and in control. And so that was something that I thought of doing, and it just didn't seem like the right fit for me. So then I thought about maybe working with um, LDS women whose um, husbands view pornography, since I know that that is a problem, and that just wasn't the right fit for me either. Um, And there are a couple other um, areas that I really thought I would focus on, and they just didn't seem right. And I kept coming back to my original one. And so I'm back at that. And once I decided and committed on that, because I had to commit to the life coach school, um, who I would be working with. And once I committed to that, I have never looked back um, yet. (laughs) Um, So I am just so excited. So what, who I'm going to be working with are LDS women who are stay at home moms, who you know, whose number one priority really is their children. Of course, I think all of our number one priorities are our children, but that they also know that they have a purpose and they have passions and interests outside of motherhood. And perhaps they want to bring an income to their family and they just need some help and guidance in being able to do that. So, um, be that, that they say want to learn how to write a book or they want to start, um, blogging, or they want to start another sort of business or go back to school or whatever it may be, something that they know that Heavenly Father has put them on this earth to do and to accomplish um, outside of their main goal as a mother. And so I really feel that the LDS women are just right on the cusp of really being able to make an even bigger impact than they already have in the world. And this is my opportunity to help you. So 
this is your chance to sign up for a free mini session to see if you and I would be a good fit. And really what I do in the free mini session is you come to me with any problem and I kind of, and I help you with that. And we kind of, I kind of show you what coaching can do for you. So if you would like to sign up for a free mini session, please email me at meg at the because I would love to work with you and I would love to see you accomplish all of your purposes and um, all of your dreams and everything that you know you're supposed to do with in your life with um, much more structured and being able to not get overwhelmed and being able to have a really clean um, thought process. I know that's very coach jingo, jingle. What is that word? It's very um, coach talk. But um, anyway, that's just what I want to be able to help all these amazing women out there that I know just have so much to give and maybe just don't know how to go about doing it. So make sure you email me and get that set up. I don't bite. I promise. I'm super nice. (laughs) And I love to coach. It's one of my favorite things that I do. There's a lot of things that I do in this business and coaching is probably my favorite. I love connecting with people and being able to see the difference that this work can make in their life. I think I said last week, I'm working with some amazing women right now who are just really grasping onto this work and being able to really apply it in their lives and doing a great job. So it's just super fun to see that. Anyway, so today though, I think that um, what I want to share with you is one of my favorite children's books that I was introduced to several years ago to. And I think it really encapsulates everything that I'm trying to do with this coaching work. And um just really uh, clarifies for each of us what is really important in our life and how to become the best versions of ourselves. And the book is called You Are Special by Max Lucado. Lucado? I don't know exactly how he says his last name, but this is such a a beautiful book. Um, Its words are just amazing. And basically what it is, is it's a book about this group of people. They're basically small wooden people called Wimmicks. And they are made by a wood carver named Eli. And each of the Wimmicks is different. They all have different looks about them. And I'm just going to summarize the book a little bit for you. And the Wimmicks like to go around and give people stars for things that they do good and dots for things that they don't do well or that they're silly or that they don't fit in or that they are just different from other people. And so people will walk around with all of these dots and stars on them. And of course, the talented ones get more stars and the untalented ones get more dots. And there's this one Wimmick, his name is Punchinello, and he has lots of dots because he's different and he can't do things as well as many of the other Wimmicks. And it makes him kind of sad and he feels like he deserves those dots. And he um, 
just kind of gets down on himself. But then one day he meets a Wemmick that is totally different than all the other ones that he's ever met. And her name is Lucia. And she has no dots and no stars. And so he asks her, hey, how do you have no dots and no stars? And he says, she says to him, it's because I go and I talk with Eli, the woodcarver, every day. And he's like, what? What do you mean? What does, why does that make a difference? And she said, if you go, you'll see. And so he decides to go one day, but he's really kind of nervous about it. And he's not so sure if Eli will want to see him, what Eli will think of him, if he'll be happy with him. But he decides to go. And so he goes one day and he goes into Eli's shop and he's just in awe of what it looks like. And he's about to like leave because he's like, I just, I don't fit in here. This is not the right place for me. And as he's ready to leave, he hears his name. And Eli says, come here, let me look at you. I want to see you. And um, Punchinello is just like so flabbergasted that he even knows his name. And Eli's like, of course I know your name because I made you. And so Eli, you know, looks at him and looks him over and um, and eventually, um, Punchinello asks him, like, why don't the stars and the dots stick to Lucia? And Eli tells him it's because Lucia cares more about what he, Eli, her maker, thinks and wants for her than what the Wimmicks think and want for her. And, um, you know, he said, you're each so special and you're each so unique. And I love each of you for who you are, basically, is what he tells Punchinello. And Punchinello's like, what? I'm not that special. And Eli's like, yeah, you are. You matter to me because I made you. And that's how um, Lucia really doesn't have any of those things stick to her, the stars or the dots, because she realizes that she's special and that I made her. And so he has this discussion with him for a while and they talk about that. And as he's leaving, you know, Eli says, make sure that you come back every day. And he says, make sure that you remember that you are special because I made you and I don't make mistakes. And Punchinello kind of stops and thinks in his heart, like, I think he really means it. And as he thinks that thought, one of the dots falls off. And that's the end of the book. And I just think that is such a beautiful, beautiful book about really us and our relationship to our Heavenly Father and how he is really the only one that matters in terms of who we think we are and the possibilities that we hold within ourselves and the, the things that we can accomplish and the people that we can become. We all too often surround ourselves with what other people think of us, be that good or be that bad. That's what I really like about the story was that the good things, the stars didn't stick to Lucia either. She was independent of what anybody else thought and really was um, in control of who she was because she had this relationship with Eli or with God 
essentially, and how each of us can be just like her and that we can reach such tremendous potential that we have by really listening to our Heavenly Father and becoming who He created us to be. And so it's just such a beautiful story for each of us to really internalize and to take into our life and into our heart and be able to use as we go about our lives and to make sure that we have that relationship with our Heavenly Father, which is the one that really should define who we are and the person that we are becoming and the potential that we have. So I hope that that brightens your day and I hope that that will help you as you start this new year in 2018. Now, I did tell you that on this podcast, I would tell you what's going to happen in 2018, and I am. So this is how the structure of the podcast is going to change slightly. I am going to pick topics for every month of the year, and I'm going to do this for one year and see how it goes. So for the month of January, it is going to be finding your purpose that's going to be the focus and living a purposeful life really is what it's going to be living a purposeful life and having your purpose, you know, in that. So I am excited for that. I'm hoping to get a couple really cool people to be guests on the podcast. And so that's, what's going to happen. I'm going to have guests, hopefully at least two, it might not always work out that way. Um, and then I will do my own podcasts um, for the other two, I will interview people for the two guests, and then I will, um, have my own podcast and what I, my thoughts on the subject (coughs) for the other two. Um, in February, we're going to be discussing grief, um, and covering that topic, because I think that's a huge one that a lot of people don't understand and that we need more, um, understanding for, And I um, just interviewed Crystal Hunter for that. And it's going to be a great podcast. You are not going to want to miss that one. It's amazing. So lots of fun things to look forward to in the new year. I will have topics for every month. And at some point, I hope to have worksheets that you can download and be able to use and really start applying the work and using it in your life. So lots of fun things to look forward to. So I hope you all have a great Christmas. If you find yourself in a position to add any more people to your prayer rolls, I pray that you will please add my friend Emily Hepworth and her little boy, Ethan, who was born. I interviewed her just a few weeks ago. He actually was born at 31 weeks. He's doing really well um, so far and He was a whopping four pounds. I don't know how many ounces, but that's pretty good for 31 weeks. So, but he is in the, in the NICU and I'm sure could use all the prayers that any of you might have. So I, um, hope that he's doing well. And I just wanted to send my love to Emily and I'm glad we got our interview in when we did anyway, keep them in your prayers and have a great week. I hope still having fun with your family and basking in the Christmas spirit, and I will see you next year. All right, bye-bye.